Being confined to a wheelchair doesn't bother me, as my mind is free to roam the universe. But it felt wonderful to be weightless. Hello and welcome to episode 167 of Under the Call of MS. Uh, Just a little quote by Stephen Hawking. For the comics today, I got a couple little kids ones I just picked up at like a thrift store for like 50 cents. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Alien Invasion. It's a story reader, me reader book. Just a fun little story watching the Guardians fend off some aliens that are attacking Earth. And they come in and protect us. Groot goes giant size to help block the rockets and stuff. It's just a fun little, little story for kids. Uh, it doesn't say age levels on here that I can see offhand, but it would be fun for anyone that likes Guardians of the Galaxy. And then for Star Wars Day, I had to read something Star Wars, and I they had a little Star Wars Obi One Two Three Galactic Base Edition book illustrated by Katie Cook. So I just picked it up. It was a quick little read, and it is. Four represents uh, General Grievous's four arms. Uh, three has to do with some aliens. Two has to do with the two sons of uh, two sons on a desert planet. You get the concept: how many stormtroopers and mu- musicians and all that in here, but. It's a fun little read. Uh, it's cute for kids. I'll probably drop them off at a little free library. I like to pick up things like that that kids would enjoy. Anything to keep them, get them reading. And then the comics we, comics we checked out. Other than that, this week, I just have two of them here. Uh, I checked out the second Curse of Man thing one, which is the Amazing Spider-Man. Curse of Man thing. I was thinking the whole story was out because I seen that the trade paperbacks coming out in like January or January July. Uh, well, I was happy about that. So the third one, I believe X Men Curse of Man thing. That one I will be able to get. So I'm not going to worry with the trade paperback. I'll just get the original three comics. But with the amazing Spider-Man, Curse of Man thing, the gang is still fighting all the spore creatures that are all over the place in different cities, countries. Um, They were created from the Annihilation of Man thing, or maybe it's a rebirth of Man thing. Uh, As we mentioned in the first one, he fights the... One gal with all these extra powers, and she basically kills off Man Thing. But when she rips the spine from Man Thing, the eyeballs basically turn into little flower pods and turn into like when uh, the dandelions go from their yellow, nice looking flowers to the boring white little puffballs. 
And then those little spores go flying around. That's how, how his man thing's eyeballs worked. And the spores just floated off and set off these little spore creatures in these different countries and cities. Uh, but the lizard is in this one, and he works alongside Captain America, and they team up. Since he may have helped design the SO2 serum, uh, every time another character goes, gets taken in by these spore creatures and meets with Ted Salas inside, who is the man that lives inside a man thing, whenever they get absorbed by these pod things they go to a realm where he is and he was talking about how him and Kurt Connors who is the lizard basically made the SO2 serum designed it worked together with it and Kurt Connors knows how to stop it and he was the key to making it and Kurt doesn't realize this so they got to work those things out and Spidey lizard and Captain America kind of worked to help work together to help man thing in this run, this one, but it's still a very enjoyable ongoing run. I am looking forward to the third and final one to the set. So check that out. If that interests you, I'm really enjoying everything. Man thing He's, was slowly becoming my favorite over man thing. So I'm thing, but now he's definitely taken the top of the ladder now for me but Swamp Thing just has too much seriousness I like to have a little bit of fun in my storyline so and the other one I checked out was Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad April Fool's Special number one I believe it's just a one shot yeah inside the number one it says one shot Again, why number it if it's one shot? <laughs> it's just a big number that takes up part of the artwork on my covers. But uh, in this one, Harley's sitting around thinking about how hard it is to be a supervillain. Little daily beatings, chasing, constantly have to be hiding and running and all that crap and fighting. Uh, it may look glamorous in the movie theaters and on the pages. But when you do think about it and realize that every day, every day of their life that they got to deal with those things, it's like it might not be that much fun in the long run. So just talking about that. And all of a sudden she gets some mail delivered to her that has a bunch of letters glued to pages, spelling out different sentences. She reads up on what's going on, and this sets off Dr. Harleen Francis Quinzel, MD, off on a new adventure. She's going to be the psychiatrist to the bad guys. Uh, so she's going to fix them up, help them with their problems, find out why they're bad, what they did, and give her two cents. Uh, 
what they can do to fix their problems and make their life better and not have to deal with constantly being in prison and chased around and all that. And who, if anyone, is pulling the strings in this little escapade? You're going to have to read the story to find out. But in the long run, it's kind of fun because she's actually finding out tons of information about these characters. And in the long run, it'll help her to destroy them or if they mess with her. And she's just getting all this extra information, finding out what they've done, where they put things, all that stuff. Starts out by going after Man Thing. Man Thing, I got Man Thing on my <laughs> mind now. Man Bat which is another man thing, but it's a form form of man creature. And uh, she jumps on the port thing as he's flying around the city. And just, she has her own little wingsuit and hops on him and tries to talk to him and help him out. But it's like when man bats in bat form, there's not much of a man to really talk to, so... Her words are just going in one ear and out the other, and man, things just screech. Or man, man, bat is just screeching away, and wanting her off him, and doesn't realize that she's trying to help him. So in the long run, they crash, and the cops appear, and all that stuff. But yeah, you'll have to see what she's doing with the gang, what she's doing with all the other baddies, and it's a fun story. As always, Harley never. Never disappoints. She's always enjoyable. But yeah, that's it for the comic portion. And we will get back to you with some MS goodies right after this. All right, let's get into some MS talk. Let's talk about wheelchairs today. Get into some mobility issues again. For a certain amount of the MS population, a wheelchair is necessary for mobility. For some, it is temporary. For others, it is more long-term. I know a variety of people that I talk to, they've had to go into the hospital and then they'd end up in a mobility-type atmosphere, housing or whatever, where they'd be in a wheelchair for a while, work their way back to hopefully getting back on their feet for a little bit. I also have friends that are permanently stuck in them, but... It can be the source of continuing independence. The matters that must be addressed, aside from the cost, are fitting, safety, and accessorizing. When it comes to fitting, there are a number number of considerations that must be taken into account, such as posture, size, and weight. And there's a lot of different things out there nowadays to adapt people up to, like, 400 pounds as far or bigger as far as chairs go and stuff like that. So make sure you get something that's comfortable, fits with you. You don't have to worry about bed sores, all that stuff from sitting in weird positions. Posture is very important for both comfort and proper measurement. If your posture is poor, it will result in discomfort. It may also put you at risk for pressure ulcers pains or soreness, muscle imbalances, and contractures. You will need to determine seat width, depth, and height, 
backrest width, depth, well, width and height, and the positioning of the armrest. And you definitely want a position that you're going to be comfortable with because you're going to be in it long time and you don't want to constantly have to be adjusting yourself it's if it cause more sores on your body and stuff so seat should be a little bit wider than your widest point should end one to two inches before the back of your your knees and there should be a few inches from your wheelchairs foot plates to the floor definitely swing your legs around if you're able to move things and stuff to make sure there's no weird pinching and stuff like that going on in certain areas. Uh, the backrest should be slightly wider than your torso, and everything should be pretty much a little bit wider just so you're comfortable and not don't have pressure against certain areas. And if you have trouble sitting upright, the backrest should be higher than usual. The armrest should allow you to comfortably rest your forearm and can either be desk or full length. Full length would provide you needed support to push yourself up to a standing position, whereas desk length arms are shorter and allow you to get closer to an edge of a table. And if you do a lot of cooking and computer work and stuff like that, you're gonna probably wanna go the shorter route. The weight of the wheelchair must also be taken into account for manual wheelchairs. A heavier chair means exerting more force to move it, which might be a problem if muscle weakness and fatigue are common symptoms for you. And for power wheelchairs, additional factors may come into play, such as the type of vehicle necessary to transport such a chair, the battery type in life, and the features. And you got to think about it. And if you have to have a charging station in your house, and all that stuff, you want to make sure stuff's adequate for you. Uh, it's as far as muscle weakness goes, I don't know how I could propel myself in a wheelchair for much of it, any distances and stuff, because I can't brush my hair for more than probably 10, 15 strokes before my arms totally lock up. I try and use a screwdriver, stuff like that. I used to be a little be a mechanic that would rip engines apart piece by piece no problem whip them back together and now i lucky if i get through two screws or bolts or nut or whatever before my hands and arms totally cramp and seize and have spasm issues so yeah take all those into consideration that's why many of us may not want to go with a manual wheelchair and yeah as far as weight some of these older style ones it's like i thought i'd be smart and buy a wheelchair and modify it myself and the one i got was just so damn heavy i tried to take as much off of it to lower the weight but all i was able to do as far as needed parts on it and stuff was take a couple pounds and that doesn't do much shit to change the the feel of it but once you have been fitted for your wheelchair, the concern turns to safety. The two central issues are stability and maintenance. Stability includes your center of gravity, movement, and surface conditions that contribute to tipping and falling. Maintenance is an ongoing process of ensuring your wheelchair continues operating 
at peak performance. <clears throat> and then you also want to make sure that if you can't take care of those things yourself, that you have someone that can or you know what to do or where to take it, what's where to have it go if something would go wrong. Your center of gravity will change as a consequence of bending, reaching, and getting in and out of your chair itself. And you don't want to bend over and all of a sudden the chair just scoots out from behind you and make sure you got all your tires locked in place and stuff like that. And make sure it's not a chair that will easily tip if you do bend over. If you got to bend to the side or something, you don't want to end up tipping on your side and be just laying there helpless like a turtle when reaching bending or stretching use your brakes or wheel locks to remain in a secure well-balanced position outdoor surface conditions can also contribute to tipping and falling wet or sandy surfaces you want to watch out for also any little bumps and stuff avoid curbs step inclines or any obstacle that presents a risk of tipping the chair over there are additional concerns that come with electric wheelchairs. The power should be turned off when getting in and out of it. Don't want to be trying to get into your wheelchair and all of a sudden thing takes off. <laughs> and so that would suck. And when the chair is not in use, you want to make sure if it has to be charged or whatever, you got that all going on. Have it in a safe place where it's not going to get in the way. The speed of the chair should be set to a speed the user can safely handle. Don't want to go all Tim Taylor speed and soup it up, especially when going in reverse. Make sure your the battery is always charged. If it is a water battery, regular inspections are necessary to make sure it is full. Finally, do not let children ride on the battery housing. Third time so far today with these telemarketers. They're just on a rampage. It's like right off the bat in the morning. But yeah, you don't want kids standing and riding on the battery and end up breaking the thing. And and those water batteries are usually heavier style batteries too. After you have covered the safety issues that go with having a wheelchair, there comes the last consideration: accessories. Necessary accessories include a card or sticker, listing important information and phone numbers in the event of emergency. The information should include your name, address, phone number. Also include your doctor's name and phone number and other emergency contacts. The other necessity is a toolkit for maintenance and emergencies. The toolkit contain at a minimum a Phillips and flathead screwdriver, an Allen wrench set, a crescent wrench, and a tire repair kit, which I suppose some of them may have. I know like the electric wheelchairs, they got like tube tires in the rear, the bigger, wider tires and stuff, but the manual chairs I would think are solid, solid tires and can't be repaired, but positive on that don't take my word on that always consult your doctors or physicians or whoever 
Nice to have accessories make you more visible to others. These include the use of flags and decals for greater visibility during the day at night. At night, headlights and taillights. Oh, they're just going to keep going at it, aren't they? All right. I'm going to see who this one is. Hello? Oh, you're live on the podcast. You can talk anytime. <laughs> it's the telemarketing cable TV provider. Oh, these people. I mean, come on. Get money. Look at this shit. So I got cell phones, so we don't have to have these stupid home phones anymore. My mom's too old to handle the cell phones. We got to keep the damn landline around. But anyways, as far as the nice-to-have accessories, at night, headlights and taillights increase your safety. You definitely don't want to get hit by a car doing 60 miles an hour behind you. Mirrors help users keep track of their surroundings without having to put their Center of gravity at risk. I mean, basically, you're in a mobile device, so treat it like a mobile device. Treat it like a four-wheeler, an off-road vehicle, or something like that. You got to have basic basic things in there just so others see you, and then you can, depending on what you want to do, you can go beyond that. And there's some people that will totally deck out their stuff. <laughs> basically, jewelry and accessorize their equipment. Personal accessories are those that customize and lend a sense of personal style to, to your wheelchair. They can include custom bags. See, this is what we deal with people every freaking day. And telemarketers. It's like, and I still got to pay my phone bill. And the bastards raised the bill like two, mo- two or three months ago. It's like, really? You're charging me more for this shitty service? And you're not, not doing nothing to get rid of these fucking telemarketers? Yeah. So your custom accessories can include things like custom bags, drink cup holders, trays, tablet or smartphone holders, weather canopies and seat cushion covers. Boat guards are decorative items on the wheels that can also provide a splash of color to your chair or give you some reflectability or whatever. A wheelchair is a personal mobility aid that can help you stay active and independent. While they come in many shapes and sizes, they all need to be properly properly fitted to the person that's using them. So take that into consideration. Get yourself something that you can live with without having a bunch of extra stress to deal with. An ADA paratransit service system is for individuals We have a physical, cognitive, emotional, visual, or another disability which functionally prevents them from using the fixed route bus system temporarily or permanently. The individual must meet one of the following three disability criteria to qualify for a paratransit service. Category one is an individual who has a physical, mental, or emotional disability that requires assistance from another individual who is not the bus driver in order to get on, off, and ride an accessible bus some or all the time. Category two is an individual who can use an accessible bus independently, but no bus or vehicle is available on their route some or all the time. 
And category three is an individual who has a specific disability condition that prevents them from getting to and from a stop within their service area some or all of the, all of the time. Generally, the local community and transportation authority determine the application process, prepare a transit eligibility. So look into that, see if you qualify. And everything has qualifications these days. They don't just take anybody or everybody. You got to figure out whether or not your insurance covers things and all that stuff. Uh, technology to help embrace your mobility aids. Uh, wheel map was designed by the German organization Sozial Helden, which is Social Heroes. You can learn more about that at S O Z I A L H E L D E N dot D E slash E N slash uh, backslashes about dash us. That's ridiculously long website. But Wheel Map opens in German, but it is simple to switch to English or a number of other languages. So if you want something like that, check it out. And no, oh, I think we'll end that as far as the MS stuff for today. A variety of more mobility. Uh, information for you out there. And then let's get into some old weird news. End it with some of that. See what we can find. See if we got some funny stuff here or not. Roasted. An average-sized man could feed 50 to 60 cannibals. <laughs> That's a lot of people to eat on one person. I don't know about that. It takes 100,000 houseflies to weigh a pound. So don't complain that you got a pound of flies flying around your house. That'd be quite a few flies. There are 336 dimples on a golf ball. At least in the old days. I'm sure on the newer technology now and stuff, they might have changed that, but if you want to win a bet, those are some some little things you can bring up in a bar and maybe get a free drink out of someone. The government spent $375,000 to study the Frisbee. They spent $121,000 to find out why people say ain't. They spent $19,300 to find out why children fall off tricycles. And they spent $98,361 to study the smell of sweat given off by Australian Aborigines. <laughs> they, come on, people, really? <laughs> uh, two cops in Michigan argued over who was getting to drive the patrol car. He got a slug in the leg while... She shooting the female cop twice in the chest, and that was after they battled with nightsticks. Just arguing over who gets to drive the patrol car. One last one. In Kentucky, it is mandated that people take a bath once a year. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. That's it for today. I feel like I got people creeping up on me. So we'll end it there. Have a good day. Take care of yourself. Take care of everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Get some reading in. Have some fun. Enjoy your life. Check out Crimson Cull Comic Club. Check out Under the Cull. Both in audio and video sometimes. Usually in audio at least. Under the Cull's been on, on hiatus for a while. But check those out. We'll get back to you again soon. Have a great one.